Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. Thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. Uh, appreciate it. If you want to support the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash utilize shrooms. Uh, you can get videos of the podcast when I don't fuck them up. And uh, we're doing bonus podcasts and all that fun shit over there. Five bucks a month if you want to do it. Patreon.com slash slash utilize shrooms all right everybody uh big exciting podcast for you today got a very special guest coming on a good friend of mine i've known him for many many years he is uh the singer of a band called how i became the bomb they're fantastic make sure you check them out and he also uh hosts the the food court movie podcast so go check that out too uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Psychedelic Experience, Mr. John Burr. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. A very, very special guest on the on the episode today. The coolest person in Nashville. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Uh, the host of the uh, Food Court Movie Podcast. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, <clears throat> that's go. correct. Uh, also, the the singer of the legendary band How I Became the Bomb, My legendary, and that they very nearly do not exist. <laughs> you had a big single for a minute. One minute, um, Poco. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is John Burr. Hey, John, what's up? Hi, John. How <laughs> you been? Good to see you, buddy. I've been pretty well. How have you been? Live from on the set of Beach Bum. I see. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Not everyone's going to see the videos. When so. the fuck are you going to get on Island Time? You need to embrace like a whole jimmy buffett thing and just start living in a like a like a hawaiian shirt is that what you mean or a hawaiian van <laughs> I, I can't do i'm trying to save up i'm trying to get a car this year so i'll get the van but i am working from home now so maybe i'll maybe i'll get a <clears> little as, bit as opposed to as opposed to before <laughs> i used to work at i've worked at places <laughs> oh man you need more scams in general I've never understood this whole thing where you work in restaurants. You just need scams, man. I don't know anything about it. I've, I was <laughs> raised to just work hard and be honest, and it's done me no good, Mm-mm. you know. That's rough stuff. Yeah. That's poor parenting. The fucking king of scams. My dad would say stuff like that to me, but then he would always kind of like, wink, and then, you know, kind of, I just followed his lead and just right into scams. Are you teaching your child to scam? I hope to be out of my child's life before the child can learn anything. That was the whole like have a kid at 40 thing. Cause then, you know, cause no child like looks up to a 60 year old man and is like, yeah, I want to do what that 60 year old man does. Like I looked at my dad, he was like a 32 year old guy having fun. I was like, that looks amazing. I do want to do that. When my child looks at my 60 year old bloated Orson Welles ass, it's not, she's not going to be like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, but maybe she'll be she'll, like, let's not do that. Yeah, maybe she'll be a decent person. Yes, exactly. Exactly. See? You can't be, you can't be having that. You just, just a major course correction. <laughs> if you just steer the ship so far starboard, starboard, maybe she can get back to port. You know what I'm saying? That is mock profundity right there. Yeah, you used like three words. I didn't <clears> even know what they meant. Me neither. You're still way beyond... <laughs> Way beyond my intelligence, John. <laughs> I'm just trying to get us back from like the Aaron Weber, Monty Mitchell realms. Yeah. 
you we know. were having we were having a little fun shitting on our friends. You've done. No one, you've likes, done, to, no one likes to do that anymore. Really? Everyone, yeah, I think that's going to be like a lost art. Everyone has. People won't even do it on my shit. Where no one like you know we we're growing in numbers. I'm not saying we're not, but right. Nobody's nobody's listed. Not them. Not people that are going to give a shit. But no one wants to trash no. anybody. And it's like. At the end of the day, it's all a work anyway, right? Yes, exactly. So, so that's what we're doing, right? Everything's that, a work. Bro. That's the new way to do if it. They, if if say, say Joe Kelly moves forward, let's say in the most unlikely possible, inconceivable event that you become marginally famous. Cool. If someone found clips of you trashing some other marginally famous person, everyone's legend grows. Exactly everyone's legend exactly <clears throat> that's free content in this world of content creation that's free fucking content recycled reused returned for the masses yeah and it's all and i don't it's not even real anyway right so who plus cares? i mean that's what friends do when they hang out anyways just completely set each other on fire yeah but nobody's friends anymore that's what it right. seems like you know everyone's so fucking skittish around each other and it's like especially i guess you know it's the entertainment shit too where comedy music and all that shit and it's a lot of oh, ass man. kissing and who's you don't know who's gonna help you at some point in time and it's like ain't nobody done much <laughs> you know i've had some friends here and there along the way but uh, you know no one's lifted me I've up always on a pedestal felt like the because I, I know the entertainment industry is not a meritocracy at all <clears throat> and to some extent everyone says it's who do you know but i've always found it to be knowing who to make fun of was the secret to success <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess it still is that way. Because <laughs> you don't want to be nice to everyone where everyone just has, doesn't have a good or bad thing to say about you. You got to have like the guy, you got to be able to get in the corner in the back of the room with somebody and bust and break balls on everybody. That's how you, that's how you get way ahead. <laughs> yeah. 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 You'd be phony, but, but you talk, you bust balls with the right person. Yeah. Being, being a, a complete phony who never, has anything fun or funny to say won't you won't end up with the best friends with the club owner that way you will end up the best friends with the club owner or the booking agent by making fun of the same person that that person hating the same person is yeah. is essential <laughs> yeah see i've never i feel like i'm always wanting to shit on the agent oh yeah like the most rather than sure making buddies <laughs> you know <laughs> You got to find a way to do both. That's just the line you're going to have to straddle. But then, yeah. And then is it worth it at that point in time? Yes. Because you know about it. Is it, is it look at you? <laughs> you can't even drink anymore. Oh, that is true. You can't drink anymore and you don't look a bit healthier. No, like I got way look? less healthy. I'm the first motherfucker to quit drinking and get fatter in human history. <laughs> I was so ready. I, I really thought I was going to quit drinking and be ripped, Joe. I really did. I thought you'd drop you know no <laughs> a few no it was that wasn't my i can't i can't believe it but i quit drinking and then like i was all of a sudden i was like you know what i want to eat like 16 cookies are you still eating I, 16 cookies no i've stopped doing that but then <laughs> but then you have a kid and you're just like whereas you used to eat healthy like most of the time at least in my house because my old lady's like very into fitness and eating right but even she's like we are ordering a goddamn pizza because this child has sucked the life out of my mind and body. So, you so eat, let's eat pizza. You eat one pizza and you look like that. Is Fellow that fat saying? person. Uh, I think it's. I think sedentary lifestyle has been the secret to my non-success. Okay. 
just uh, stopped moving. That's like, yeah, I don't even know. What have you, I mean, you're just with your kid now. That's what I'm saying. I haven't seen you in so fucking long. And then you said you were in the studio. So you're still doing music shit. I still do music shit. Yeah. But I nothing, love music nothing shit. live. No, I quit doing live music a long time ago. I'd like to say it was because I could see all this COVID shit coming, like some real Nostradamus shit. But like, as soon as guys in my band started having kids and I started pivoting to writing music for other people and doing stuff for other people, I was like, oh, never having to worry about a tour or a show ever again seems incredible. And then furthermore, like, and that was when I still drank because touring could be like just a long party that was also stressful. Yeah. And I can't imagine what going to a long party that was also stressful and being sober would be like. Seems really hellish. Because like, I definitely don't want to go to any parties now that I'm sober. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird because like, I thought I drank because it was fun, but I think I drank because I was horribly... Uh, nervous about having to be around a shit ton of people which was what my lifestyle had basically turned into yeah that's how i felt especially like uh just with the lockdown and everything yeah this summer where it's like i'm fine not drinking and then it's like as soon as because the shows kind of picked back up i guess kind of like late summer early fall and then it's like okay well i guess i'll have to have a couple now because i'm around fucking yeah around a bunch of people you know it's like ah shit so it's like comedy and drink and have a relation oh yes for me i didn't really drink much up until i started doing comedy and then it was like okay this is what people do you sit in a bar for hours on end hours drinking smoking (laughs) cigarettes watching captain kangaroo tell jokes for (laughs) captain fucking kangaroo 19 of them And that's what that's how you become a comedian. And then even once you stop doing that, it's like, oh, the drinking and even the smoking thing, like not smoking cigarettes here. I'm fine. But as soon as I'm around people, it's like I just need a cigarette and like a shot of whiskey real quick. Oh, yeah. That's probably not good. Right. It's like the aperitif. It's that uh, it's that mozzarella stick that makes you hungry for more. Yeah. You're You're ready to go once you have that little bit of smoky smoke and drinky drink. And you're supercharged. Yeah, but then you just want to, then you keep doing it though. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And, I, and I'm not one of those people who like, uh, I'm not one of those people who like quits drinking and quits doing drugs and is like, oh, it's really, it's really, it's really not that different. It's not, my life is pretty much just the same. No, my life is fucking completely uh, worse in many ways and better in many ways, and, but completely different. And I'd like all, like, and and the notion of having to perform music live sober now is like it's abjectly horrifying. Yeah. Or or like go to like a, a marathon comedy show or something like we used to do where I would go watch you guys perform for sometimes literally marathon comedy shows hours on end without having, you know, uh, 12 to 15 beers. Sounds pretty horrifying. Yeah, cuz that's very <clears throat> much a part of the thing that's going on. Yeah, yeah. Even, you know, if you're up Either way, if you're on stage, if you're playing music or whatever, it's like everyone else is fucking shit housed, having a great time, and then you're just up there going, "Well, all right." But then we ha- we have friends who are stone cold sober comedians who still love it, and it blows my fucking mind. Yeah, they got real. Those <clears throat> people have real problems, though. 
those are the ones you got to look out for. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of going through the list. And, hey, yeah. yeah, man. They're the one, you know, they catch the charge. That's for sure. School shooters. Yeah. Something like that. They got to get it out. That's the com- comedy of therapy guys. Fucking Snapchat stars, you know, all those kind of Snapchat. If my old lady's on Snapchat, am I in deep shit? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe not deep shit. No. She's my deep shit. She's just bored. She's probably just bored. It's because those dick pics just disappear, right? I'll never get a chance to find those. No, no, no. (laughs) God damn it. You could just ask her. Very well. That's like a lady thing though. Ladies do that. They're on Snapchat. You're helping slightly. All getting dick pics, you know. (laughs) I don't think they all are. They never just, participated in like just, the dick a, pic era. It's another platform for ladies to go be boring. And show are you a dick picker? Fucking. Are you a, do you send pics of dicks? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like your own dick or other people's dicks? Gentlemen. Yeah, absolutely. Never, never somebody else's. No, why would I do that? Yours? Yeah. I've never done any dick picking, but I like, don't like my penis at all <laughs> and assume that it's pretty miserable as far as peckers go. So I've never, like, I know there's one picture of my dick out there somewhere that I sent because I put like a Groucho <laughs> Marx glasses and nose on it. And I know someone's got that. And I still, I'm serious, have nightmares that it just like got everywhere one day. Why would that? That's funny though. That's not it like. It is funny, but then they'll know like, cause man, people, I don't even know what's going on with people's dicks because there's like a new video game out. Have you heard of this video game called Cyberpunk? I heard of it. I think I saw an ad for it today, maybe on YouTube or something. Right. I, I don't. I don't play it. I don't want to play know what it. it but I know when you make your character, you get to pick his fucking penis, Joe. All right. And my and and as my buddy's making this character, I'm watching him do it, and he's like going through it, and he shows the smallest penis he can put on this fucking cyberpunk guy, and I'm like, that is a nice hog. That is a <laughs> great penis that is bigger than my penis and then uh, you know and then the brain starts going that's so so i know i've never sent a dick pic in my whole life because my penis is smaller than the smallest penis on a fucking video game and i'm just hoping that that's some kind of like porn has done this to people's minds yeah for sure locker rooms and i will totally get naked at the drop of a hat in live and in color like if you and i are hanging out and i need to get a laugh i will I guess sexually harass you by getting naked because I think that is sexual assault now. But I will get now naked. Now it is, yeah, now. And then, and then, like, my oldest move when I was single would to be just be, like, take my pants and underwear off as soon as I could in any kind of heavy petting scenario because then I would hope, and this sounds bad and is bad, I would hope the pressure <laughs> of my, my nudity would basically you'd have to like I don't put it in your mouth or something. It'd have to be dealt with. This is a situation. That was my. <laughs> that was the most. That was. These are my dating tips. That and to spend a lot of money on dinner. That always seemed to work pretty well. Too. Even if you don't have any money, get a credit card. Apply for a credit card for dinner. Just go go ham. Get one of those five hundred dollar credit cards. $400 dinner. Get out of your mind, John. Got to get him in there. Yeah, got to get him in there. 
These these are not good dating tips. No. Remember, this is 15 <laughs> fucking years ago, man. 15 years ago in our time now, that's like going back 60 it's years 2000, ago. 2005. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Taking Yeah, taking your pants off perfectly. That's uh-huh. just something you did. I mean, it's... I'm not proud of it, I guess. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) But no, yeah. So when you, so also as a dick picker, do you have like, uh, (laughs) is it important to have like an element, a comparison element within? I like how I like how you'd be creepy just for sending a picture of your dick. But you back in your day, for some reason, you just drop trowel and it's like this is this is a move. This is happening. Yeah. This is my now. This is, now you're getting poked, prodded. This is my move. Leaked on. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it didn't work. They'd be like, "Put your pants back on." Yeah. All right, you, you're right. I'm gonna. Yeah. But now I think that makes me like the, the BTK killer or something. It's not. A, it's not a good. But you know, <laughs> you got a kid now. Yeah. See, that it works. Erases, that erases everything. <laughs> You just want to move on with your life with your family. Yeah. Well, I didn't get married, so. Is it still a family? It's a broken home. I have a broken home. I have a pre-broken home. Yes. I have a pre-broken home. You should be more famous than Jack White, I think. Jack White. I had to th- for a second, I immediately thought of Jack Black instead of Jack White. That's where my No, the Nashville people. Fuck them. Fuck them all. Fuck Jack Black. Now I'm saying Jack Black, Jack White. Gotcha. Fuck them all. Jack White. You got these rock and roll stories, you know. I didn't. I didn't meet and know Jack White sort of before he was famous. Of course you did. Of course you did. Uh, When I was, uh, uh, I played in bands in Tallahassee, Florida. Wow. And he used to come to a club that I like did help do booking for. He had a band called like The Go or something like that. And Jack White is like a big, strong man. (laughs) <laughs> like he kind of he kind of like makes himself look like Jack like uh like uh Michael Jackson or like a a blend of Michael Jackson and like Willy Wonka. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, he wants to be all spindly and shit. Hair shit. He is like fucking cock diesel like he's a dude. He is a strong man. That's my Jack White story the end. Did he fucking did he lift something in front of you? No, he's like he lifted his own gear. Oh wow. <laughs> he's like moving his big amps, his big orange amp stacks around. But he was like a, and he was, he was nice. I mean, I don't know. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> was this before Icky Thump? Yes, this is okay. before White Stripes existed. Uh, this is like, oh, oh, this is this is old, old. He was just so rope, you should know Jack White because he's like a Detroit guy. No, I don't know him. Just Kid Rock, just ICP. <laughs> ICP for sure. For sure. Kid Rock is big. People love him people love that's what unites michigan and florida is their love for kid rock i have noticed i feel ohio like it's ohio and michigan can like patch it up over icp as well oh yeah i feel like jack white is abandoned detroit he's like abandoned michigan i didn't even listen to icp but i have one of their shirts in middle school (laughs) i just thought it was i didn't listen to icp but i listened to something almost as embarrassing did you ever hear of bloodhound gang yeah absolutely i listened to bloodhound gang what was wrong with that? What was wrong with Bloodhound Gang? They I just feel like good, they're in the same like family of embarrassing shit. Of ICP? Yes. Am I wrong? I may I, I may not know. I think so, man. I think okay. ICP, they have a whole fucking, they got a whole thing going on. You know? I've been to a gathering. Of the Juggalos? Mm-hmm. Were you at the one where they threw batteries at Tila Tequila? 
I don't know. That's the one you should have went to. <clears throat> I might have been. I don't know. I went with I went with uh, <laughs> Ralphie May, and we filmed like a little. Tried to film a little documentary. It was fucked up. It was fucked up. It's people was were. I, why were you with Ralphie May? He was booked for it, and we tried to make like a little documentary to uh, oh, show shit. how fucked up uh, the uh, gathering is. But we ended up just doing so much fucked up stuff; it would have been pretty self-incriminating. So, bad idea, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but that shit was that shit made Bonnaroo seem like a church service, buddy. That was some Sodom and Gomorrah shit. The gathering, real salt of the earth, motherfuckers having an orgy, a drug orgy out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. That's really the only difference between Bonnaroo just, and, and the gathering, though. Why am I saying it's that fucked up? It's really it was just ugly Bonnaroo. Yeah, people with because they have face paint and Jayco <clears throat> jeans. It's yeah, somehow, I'm ashamed of myself. There was nothing worse. fucked up about it. Yeah, at all. And I've been to Bonnaroo with some ugly motherfuckers. So yeah, but if if Mumford and Sons is playing, it's like, oh, these girls are hot. Yeah, instead it's like Rowdy Roddy Piper and Buff Bagwell <laughs> fucking wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hate the Juggalos that much. They love wrestling. Yeah. If you love wrestling, we are like, I'm almost best friends with you. Like, we could bury, if you love wrestling, I can pretty much guarantee we Even can. Even the Juggalos. Out. They had a run in, in WCW there for a minute. I think they had a run in both because they were the oddities in the WWF. They did. They did link up with the oddities. We I are about to ruin your motherfucking podcast if we go down this road. Oh, <laughs> talk about rest. I mean, jo I could barely use anything you've said so far. I oh, that's like. a good point. That this is, is true. Yeah, yeah. This might be the only one I have to cut. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> if, if mine gets cut and Narado's made it to air. Time to hang this shit up. <laughs> Narada's uh, strangely tamed. Really? Yeah. That's wild to me. Yeah, absolutely. He's Narada's one of the only people who said character. shit to me that made me like question everything. Yeah. But like, I, yeah, but yeah, I think he's, uh, I don't know, strangely tamed. Hmm. I will say that. Maybe he was calling you from jail or some shit. No, he hasn't left his house in two years, as far that's as I know. That's because he's a goddamn. That's because he's 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 fucking civilized. <laughs> Narada was like, you know what, everybody, we should stay home. We should get through this together. Let's stay home until this is fixed. But then nobody else did it except for Narada. <laughs> well, yeah, Narada and Wagner. <laughs> no, Wagner's Wagner had been working. Oh yeah, yeah. Wagner probably. Is Wagner fat or thin again? I heard rumors of thinness again. He's thin again. God damn it. He's amazing at it. Yep. Spouse that can't be good for your gallbladder. It's, I don't know. Go back and I forth mean, like that? Yeah. You got to do you do keto, which is basically you just you starve yourself most of the day. Except oh, I tried one, keto. Wow. Time. Holy shit. You can eat all the pork you want. But will my heart just explode? No, it'll switch. It'll make your heart healthier once your body really? gets into a ketogenic phase. Wow. Ketogenesis? Yeah. Yes, ketogenesis with Phil Collins. Oh, wow. Yeah. Get the drum solo? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Man, what a moment. In music what, and in dieting. One of the best bands ever. In my no book. doubt. I, do you prefer – so you're a Phil Collins genesis guy. I like Peter, Peter Gabriel, Gabriel too. I like Peter Gabriel's uh, solo stuff. As See, I'm with you. His and way. I feel like the same way I feel this way about like barbecue as well. Like when people are like, what style barbecue do you like? And it's like, I like fucking all of them. Yeah. They're both good. Like if you don't like, if you have to, if you can only like one, you're doing it wrong. 
I like Peter Gabriel and Carolina style. Phil Collins. <laughs> you could definitely enjoy both. And they no both doubt. Had, they both had their solo careers, too. So that's yes. the thing with Peter Gabriel. I like Peter Gabriel solo stuff. Yes, me too. Steam I, was one of my favorite songs as a child. Yes. I don't think Fantastic. I know that song. Oh, was, the music video was such a trip. Are you talking about Sledgehammer? No, Steam. Steam. Yes. I think it was on the album after Sledgehammer, or it was on the same one. It's probably like 91, 92, something like that. I have some, very uh, young, but I have some obsessive compulsive Gabriel, tendencies. Oh. And one of them, um, uh, especially when I was on tour, I would have to listen to the same song to fall asleep and I would put it on repeat. And I had a tour, my longest tour of my life. Uh, I have, I played Salisbury Hill by Peter Gabriel on repeat. And uh, to this day, anyone in my band, if they hear Salisbury Hill, they are like fall into a sick twisted rage, which that's like a really wholesome, like jangly guitar flute song. <laughs> so I'm glad I could like totally ruin that for someone. I wish it had been something called Steam or some kind of like a sledgehammer. That'd be a good. Uh, well, Steam was probably not the best song to fall asleep to. Lots no. of lot more bass in there for sure. Shock how long did monkey? you? How long did you shock the monkeys? A great one too. Yeah. How long was this tour? Was this every long, night? The the t- longest tour I ever did ever was only four months. I never did like this the endless tours that some bands would do because I just didn't. I did not like touring. Um. Some people, I always had such a good time at home that I was always wanting to come home. Uh, but I have, I know lots of people who prefer to live on the road as opposed to being home. I, I always, I always, coming home was always really fun for me. I, I had a good situation at home. So I get it. A lot of times you'll be on the road with people who they have nothing to go home to. So, yeah. yeah. And it's not, it is not like um, seeing the world and having fun and sightseeing. It was kind of like, going to the same hotel room in the same club over and over and over again. So to me actually was the opposite of what everyone told me it would be where I would like see, see the world and, you know, eat in a different restaurant every night and see, you know, have time to go to museums or see the crazy bullshit or sample the wares and fares of foods and ladies. It was like, all right, we have to go load up sound check. Can't even fucking leave. You know, it, just, it wasn't it, to me. It was not, it was never as glamorous or as fun as it was. I have a couple like cool, stories from touring but like all that's like one percent of 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 what i did out mostly it was just kind of fucking miserable that's, living in a van yeah that's what i was doing too but <laughs> yeah. for some reason in the moment you feel like you're you're getting somewhere it's like you're supposed to be doing it but that's yeah the same thing it's like as soon as you say i'm going so i'm going to san antonio first thing it's like oh make sure you eat at this place it's like mm-hmm. i'm gonna make enough money to eat Nowhere. No, I'm going to eat at Waffle House again. It's like you see a lot, and it's like I'm driving, so I, I'm paying attention to the fucking road, and then it's like, okay, what Walmart parking lot am I going to sleep into sleep right. in tonight? Here's a nice one <laughs> yeah. in San Francisco, or the, you know, there's one in fucking Topeka, or wherever the fuck it is. Even I, the most successful periods in my music career, that just meant that we got to stay in a shitty hotel room. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's not, you know, that was the, that was the most... So it never was like, and it's not something I ever have. There are times where I'm like, oh, I would like to go on tour for one weekend. <laughs> you know, there's not, I never, I'm like, yeah, I'd love to be on, you like do the festival circuit again. Cause it's like, no, I would not. 
I've gotten in arguments with comedians a lot because I do feel like a com- a touring comedian's life does sound a lot more fun than touring in a band or touring musically because you guys get to be so much of your own master on the road. Like you're not, you're not connected to like a group of people and yeah. it really is your choice of what you're going to do and how you're going to spend your time. I don't understand why anybody would make an argument against that. <clears throat> ah, well, comedians just will argue with just kind of dicker. It's, but yeah, yeah, that's it for sure. That's as soon as you said that, it was like the first thing that popped in my head was like, cause you're with other people. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Right. You got to do a thing. So that's, you know, and that's also like traveling. That's the, the people get so pissy and moany or whatever with comedy because they want to be, you know, they want to be the feature actor or whatever it is. And it's like headliners bring people on the road with them just because they're easy to hang out with because that's what you're doing most of the day. So it's like being on the road. It's like I featured in, in St. Charles right. outside of Chicago just with some guy. So it's like we didn't hang out at all. So it's just like it was just like being alone for the whole fucking weekend. You know? Yeah. Which ain't bad, but it's like no. we are in the same place and just like not hanging. So that's how you got to pick, you pick and choose who you get to be with, whatever, whatever the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> just old shitheads. Being alone on the road is much easier. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Who are you talking to working on the road anyway? What the fuck they know about anything? Usually people who don't really go on the road. Yeah, that's but, what it is, too. Yeah, but people love to tell you, especially people who don't go on the road, love to tell you how terrible something is that they yeah. don't do. <laughs> or, yeah, or how much I get they, it. Want, they want to do it when they have no idea what it is, you know. It's, oh, I often, I love lying to myself. Lying to myself keeps me sane. It's huge. I also have the same thing, like, uh, you, do you have this uh, reflex when you're in a relationship? If I, any... Uh, any person hotter than the person I'm dating, I instinctively despise them. I don't do that. No, no, I haven't been, I haven't been in a relationship in a minute, but I don't think I do that. I don't think I hate a lady for being more. I don't hate them, but I like, I'm I'm immediately like, I don't want to like you because I might fall in love with you. (laughs) So it's not that you hate, you're trying to protect yourself. Yes. I'm trying to protect myself, my relationship, my everything. In love. Yeah. With, with some stranger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do the whole, you never do that. The whole, as soon as I see like a beautiful person, I imagine my entire fucking life with them immediately. Doesn't happen to you? Yeah. I mean, I guess sometimes maybe. That's why I'm always doing that. I'm, I don't know if that's romantic or absurdist or scary. At one point in time, it's kind of like taking your pants off. It used to be romantic, uh-huh. but now it's like, that's what I'm saying. You oh, know? yeah. <clears throat> I don't think that way because I can't. Because right. I'm a bitch if I do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So you can't be doing that. Not in today's world. You know, all these ladies like to get choked nowadays. So you can't be thinking about your life with them. Well, it's and very interesting. At the same time. You, I feel like you can do a lot crazier shit now. You just got to make sure you ask first. Because I have walked up to a woman and kissed her without asking her if I could kiss her. But I have never like choked a bitch out <laughs> while having sex because even if they ask me to, I'm like, oh no, I'm a gentleman. But apparently, I'm not a gentleman. Like I'm fucked. Like I have a lot, and I realize I just have a lot to learn. So if I'm single, I'm gonna have to enroll in whatever Frank T.J. Mackey fucking course you're gonna run. I have a friend who's told me he's like, look, all you gotta do is you gotta. Ask. I mean, when he, when he breaks it down for me, it does make sense. 
I'm just, I, we I definitely never asked. I don't want to choke anybody. So no. I'm, they have to initiate the choking sequence. Right. I don't ask. And when they say choke, do they mean like gently squeeze? It depends on the lady. Wow. You got to read her body. What a word. Read her body. Yeah. You got to figure out how much she wants to be choked. It's very romantic when it gets down to it. She's trusting you with her life. Oh, wow. I did not think of it that way. Yeah, absolutely. That is some fucking shit right there. Yeah. It's, there's, weird. yeah, it's some strange, some strange birds out there, John Burr. <laughs> some well, strange I, birds. I hear the choking birds. things all the rage. They're nice ladies. I don't, uh, yeah, apparently it makes you come real hard or something, you know. Sure. The David Carradine thing, right? In my day, we just did poppers. <laughs> there you go. You want to oh, blow loads? Here, I learned this from the gay community. Poppers. <laughs> Kaboom. Nitrous, baby. There's some other crazy shit that people do now. That I was just doing of. fucking poppers. Jesus Christ. You never done I some poppers? No, I saw somebody do some poppers outside of a place in Nashville. Yeah. A while ago. Is I wasn't living tribe? there. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Lucy it was, Wong's? No, definitely no. No. I think it was outside of an open mic or some shit like that. But oh, I, I thought... Work. The name makes it seem like pill popping. Yes. Popper, but you just huff a bottle. That's what this guy was doing. Yeah. So maybe he was lying. That's what a popper is. You huff and it apparently opens your asshole up. Kaboom. <laughs> open that brown eye. Squeegee that, squeegee that third eye open. <laughs> it makes you come real hard. I guess so. I'd be worried about backdraft though, you know? I like that you were like, let's put a stop to this wrestling talk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm more ashamed of my wrestling fandom than of being an actual sex offender pervert. (laughs) Deviant. (laughs) But a family man of all things. (laughs) Don't do that shit, man. Do not do that shit. I won't anytime soon. I I knew it was going to be bad, but I had no idea it would be this bad. What do you mean? Just, I guess, because you're locked in or whatever and nothing's going on. I guess. Not that you'd I don't be know. going out anyway. Not that you'd be doing too much anyway. I'd be doing more than this shit, though. This is insane. <laughs> this is insane. We were going to have a nanny and shit, and now it's just me. Five days a week. You look like, you look like a nanny. Mr. Nanny. <laughs> My, I always wanted to do a DJ set, DJ Mrs. Doubtfire. I feel like that'd be a good DJ name for me. Have you ever got, why haven't you ever DJed, Joe? Oh, it's because you don't really listen to music. Oh, like spin records? Yes. No. I've been, do you know of a fella named DJ Crush at all? No. Okay, amazing. never mind. Yeah. I always so. thought like the being a DJ and a comedian would be like perfect, perfect uh, pair of skill sets to, to make money though. Maybe. I don't know. I don't. Because you mean, could go do your comedy sets at like, when you're on tour, do your comedy sets at like, eight or nine or whatever and then dj at a club later that night i always figured that would be big money but just piggyback on top of i don't know many comedians with great taste in music though we're going back to the whole icp bloodhound gang thing i think yeah in some way (laughs) well you know you're saying djs play good music you have me there they ain't ain't cranking ccr last time i heard (laughs) oh man ccr (laughs) but that'd be terrible that for me that'd be a terrible existence 
to have to be around a bunch of people all night, especially the second uh, thing with the DJ thing. That's just yeah. loud, a bunch of racket. And then what? Unless you really loved it or loved drugs. You'd be yeah. Fucked, you then know? you're in town for one night. You're doing yep. two shows. You're up until four or five. Ooh. Then you got to drive the next day. Fuck. You ever get a driver? You ever get a guy to drive you on no. tour? No, never. Would that be a big game changer? For what? To just your mental health? I don't think so. I don't mind the driving. Yeah. Yeah. I like that part. Are you it's, a good driver? It's like staying in the city. I just set the cruise and I don't do I don't do much anything when I'm going long distance, but I'm always chilling. I set the cruise at like if the speed limit's seventy, it might be seventy four and I'm just gonna take my time. I was always yeah, I was always it's pretty so pragmatic weird. about drive because I I feel like I'm an okay driver, but I'd always be really scary whenever I would drive the van, like really scary, so that they would not let me drive the van anymore. And then I just never had to drive. You just didn't want to drive? No, never want to drive. I love it. I love it. I always wanted to sleep. I always wanted to sleep. <laughs> Fat, drunk guy wanting to sleep during the day. Real shocking development. Yeah, just be a nightmare. Everybody driving but you. Yeah, that's, that was it. So my just, band doesn't exist anymore. Just fucking swerving, running red lights and shit. We always get CB radios and fuck with the truckers. Is that still a thing? Can you do that anymore? I think you probably can. I don't know. I don't are know truckers still on CB radios? On CB radio, I'd imagine. That'd be so. amazing. Truckers are the last vestige of like radios being perverts, getting whores. Are there still lot wizards? I haven't seen any. I've stayed at a lot of rest areas. I've never yeah. seen a lot lizard. But maybe I'm picking the wrong ones, you know? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't know. There's got to be. There's probably something on Reddit about the best ones to find. Never been on Reddit. Never. Never. That's a good wrestling. I've like I've like clicked a link or two on accident. Yeah. And then I just didn't. It didn't even. It looked like the dark web to me. It's a lot of. It's yeah. It's very confusing <clears throat> at first. It's powerful. I know that. Reddit's yeah. powerful. Yeah, yeah. But it's a lot of the postings are very strange. If that's what you mean, where it's just a lot of text. I feel like I would get lost in there. I think that's the point. Yeah. Shit, man. Yeah. But they have, I mean, you're probably better just to stay away from it, but they do have a pretty good, I, I've heard good things about the, the wrestling Reddit. What's the most fucked up Reddit you go to on the reg? None. Yeah. I don't really fuck with Reddit at all. Our mutual friend, Josh Lewis, sends me Reddit links all the time. I never, ever click them. All He's right. a Reddit guy. He is a Redditor. I don't, I don't fuck with it at all. Sometimes things will pop up and I'll go if I'm searching something, but I don't fuck with it. He's my, he's my internet guy. He's my guy who tells me when shit is popping off on the old internet. Sometimes you got to know, I guess. No, but what, what is possibly happening on Reddit? Well, if you don't know the memes, and this is already happening to me, people will send me a meme and I have to pretend to have, and maybe sometimes I do know what it means just through it having been sent so many times. I really don't know what the genesis of the goddamn meme was. Does that ever happen to you? Do you ever send memes that you don't even know what they mean or where they came from? I think, I think people respect me enough to not send me memes because <laughs> I don't get any ever. <laughs> no one sends me memes. I aspire to that. I aspire to that. Yeah.
I'm ready to be on that level. I'll keep up with some wrestling ones sometimes just because I can always keep up with what that, but as far as like wrestling's a universal language. If yeah, if there's a new fucking meme with a turtle that's real hip or some shit like that, I don't fucking know anything about me. And people don't send me that shit. <laughs> but if it's the Undertaker and a turtle, yeah, for sure. Different please. story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I feel like anything I ever discuss with anyone is immediately discounted by the fact that I have an encyclopedic knowledge of wrestling. It shouldn't, though. (laughs) I know. It absolutely shouldn't. It should and it shouldn't. No. It's it's double-edged. Well, I mean, it's better to know. People don't know about shit anyway, right? And I think think wrestling gives you perspective on how business works, especially in this country, where everything is a work. Oh, yeah. As far you know, politics, everything. Politically, having a knowledge of wrestling helps keep you sane. <laughs> yeah. To go, oh, they're just being, they're just playing pretend. Like, and everyone's going, oh, no, this is real. But it's like, no, no it's just Vince McMahon. He's Donald everywhere. Trump has eaten a stone cold stunner. Yeah. He, he can lose an election, <laughs> he can take a fall. It'll do it. And yeah, it'll sell it so well. He's got a plan. Boy, does he. <laughs> He's got a plan. I hope he goes back to – I hope they bring him back in the WWE, bring him back to the Thunderdome. Royal Rumble, number 30. That'd be hilarious. It's Donald Trump's music. That would be the best. He's got a chair. They could still – oh, I guess they couldn't. When does he, when does he technically take over? I was trying to think of a way they January could January 20th? Damn. That's Rumble time, my friend. If Rumble is before then, they could still play Hail to the Chief as he came oh, out. Oh, fuck yeah. Which would be hilarious. I'd be into that. Yeah. Man, Don. <laughs> it's the best. It's going to be different without old Don to kick around. Hmm? Yeah. What are people going to do with their time? Well, he's going to have the play. He's going to do in the news network. I'm very excited for that. I can't wait for that. I hope that happens as soon as possible. That'll be so fun. It'll be like InfoWars Info War just on cable. It's Did you so have fun. a period in your life where you uh, ever watched uh, – what Alex Jones videos non-ironically because yeah, I did absolutely yeah I did I'm embarrassed to say <laughs> not all the way but yeah sometimes it's like you're trying to pick up I want to know what Alex is saying I watched a whole 9-11 documentary that he made yeah I've watched many I've watched about every the fall of the republic is a great documentary the Obama deception is another great one fabled enemies that's the one about 9-11 also very good you know how sometimes you like tee up somebody for like a great joke and they like slam dunk it and you've done your buddy a real favor yeah well i just did whatever the fucking opposite of that is for you let's <laughs> start listing the whole alex jones catalog <laughs> that was like giving joe rogan a piece of elk meat you were just like <laughs> i'd say he just had some great documentaries and he doesn't get the respect <laughs> I was like, I remember being like 21 years old and watching Alex Jones when like hit, taking a huge bong rip and be like, oh man, steel beams. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what it was. <laughs> and then like, my, like my, my friends with who weren't, uh, who hadn't uh, pickled their brains are like, dude, that guy's fucking nuts, man. Yeah. And then like 20 years later, I'm like, oh wow. Yeah. He was really nuts. Yeah. He's absolutely nuts. But some of the <clears> documentaries <throat> have like, he's like interviewing historians and shit. So it's sure, like, sure. you know, the documentaries are good. I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, listen to his every word. I would just for the pure entertainment. He's a lunatic. He's very Is he fun. Bill Hicks though? Hmm? Hmm? No. That's a I good wish. one. Though. I wish. That's a good one. That would be amazing. 
DB Cooper CIA agent shit. Oh, I love that stuff. See, I like uh, conspiracies, but now you can't like conspiracies anymore because they're too. Because people act instead of just enjoying them, people just believe them now. Yeah, or yeah, and you're if you like conspiracies, you like Trump. Yeah, like I used to love. Like I have all this shit about Freemasonry and stuff, and I enjoyed the absurdity of a massive conspiracy and talking about it and finding all the different interconnecting pieces. But yeah. now I can't fucking bring that shit up. That's worse than wrestling. <laughs> yeah, you can't talk about anything that has to do with any type of secret society. That, that stuff's fun to talk about, It's man. absolutely fun. And it's, you know, up to an extent, it is true. Sure. You know what I mean? As far as, like, skull and bone shit, and it's like, oh, it's some weird secret society at Yale. And it's like, yeah, it is, but also it's like these, these uh, very powerful political figures have came out of that secret society. And, in fact, two of them ran against each other for the presidency. So it's like, isn't that just, yeah, isn't that just sort of strange? Do you think people are going to turn their back on their brother to help the American people? Hell no. Fuck that. (laughs) Hell no. You got to be out of your fucking mind. Brothers (laughs) under the skin. Do you know what that is? Is that the foreskin? Yeah. They have to get in a coffin and jack off. Yeah. All in front of their brothers. So that way they can always. That's that's just some good old Sigma Chi (laughs) shit right there. That's the same everywhere. Uh, only in America can we turn like a Yale fraternity of, you know, goat fucking perverts, white dudes, turn it into the crux of power. <laughs> but that is the secret to a good conspiracy theory. Is it has to have that has to have a kernel of truth. Yeah, and without a bit, that, a little bit. That's why some of the QAnon ones that's they suck. They're not interesting because they're so they're so absurd. Like PizzaGate, that is not a fun conspiracy. Well, it's what's interesting about the whole pizza gate thing it's like okay there's a pedophile pizza shop in new york and it's like oh that's crazy that's fucking wild and it's like no it doesn't really exist but then cut to two years later it's like well actually there's a whole there's an island not a pizza shop ha ha but it's a whole fucking island the details matter joe pizza (laughs) shop is is absurd and silly pederast island Maybe pizza shop was code for island the whole time. Do you think rich people go hang out at pizza shops? No, not believable. If Do rich a- people have private islands of kitties? Very believable. We get back to our kernel of truth. I don't want to hear about a Chuck E. Cheese pervert shop. Now, I do want to hear about Bill Clinton and Malcolm Gladwell getting on a jumbo jet owned by some... Uh, secret secret guy and and go into a magical island full of, of of magical baby fuckers that is like strangely believable and i like and it gets the gears going uh you know drinking baby blood at a pizza shop that doesn't work That's, yeah. there's nothing there's nothing believable or, or nobody or, nobody starts with an island you know what i mean no one goes no one's coming <laughs> out of the womb and going to the nba they got to play pizza. You're saying Jeffrey Epstein had to start somewhere. I think he had to start a pizza <laughs> shop in New York at one point in time, but everyone was like, nah, that didn't happen. Man, how, how fucking. Does anybody know what's going on with this pedophile island, by the way? I don't know. I feel like <laughs> Jeffrey still... Epstein would, had to be. I, I, I imagine he thought he was getting up. Story. Epstein probably thought he was getting away with this shit until the moment he died, right? Until, yeah, I guess, until, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. He had a lot of money. So if money can buy you freedom, then I guess so. 
because this had to be one of those things where like probably everybody he knows is into this shit. So it's been totally normalized in his head. And he's like, I've done this shit with presidents, <laughs> poet laureates. There is no way I'm going down for this shit. This shit is a public service to people. Yeah. I provide a public service. So when he is busted, he <laughs> is just like, he is truly, truly busted. Like he, he, he was, he was like, his mind was broken. He probably never saw this coming. Right. Yeah. All the way. Like he, he just thinks he's just a regular Joe. Maybe that was the problem all around is that he did like he knew everybody. Yeah. You know, and I like that, that, that became, that's just what's weird about like the meme culture even is how like old Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself thing, how it just oh, became, good. how it just that's became, now. it became that's, a meme. And it's like, isn't this, gag. isn't this something that seems relatively important at this point in time? And it's like, nah, it's a meme. It's funny. We put it on t-shirts. <laughs> we hold it up at signs at baseball games. And it's like, then of yeah, course what would happen with lee harvey oswald today that shit where he looked like such a pussy while getting shot in the stomach he would have never lived that down joe that would have been memed <laughs> he would have been memed he would have been memed so hard for that face he made while dying oh there probably is one there probably is one already oh. going out going out like a bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh it's a sick sick world we live in these days there's some good conspiracy theories to do with oswald and woody harrelson's dad those are some good ones you ever heard, get down that road i've heard some of those for sure yeah i was one of the bums he was one of the bums on the grassy knoll or what have you yeah good and shit. there was another one that uh he was on jesse ventura's conspiracy theory did oh. you watch that show no, sounds Great amazing. Show. Great show. It was on True TV. Two I seasons. outgrew all this shit, Joe. <laughs> oh, man. But it's not It's not even for the fact. Well, I cherish our friendship. Uh, <laughs> it's not even about the conspiracy. <laughs> it's about Jesse Ventura oh, talking about conspiracies. The body. But there was a, one of the, a son of a CIA agent uh, had his dad's death bed confession and he confessed to being like a hobo on the scene of uh the kennedy assassination but it's all good have you which one joe which one yeah right there's been a few jfk jr that he was killed by george bush senior that's what i heard heard on a documentary (laughs) it's the evil bush family yeah man prescott bush prescott was the wasn't he the founder of skull and bones big daddy yeah, I don't. Yeah. It all runs together now. The OG, I like them all. But now, now, now they're no good. The new ones, the QAnon ones, those conspiracies suck. I don't really know anything. What is it at all that Trump's just speaking at code and they're just deciphering the code? <clears throat> Isn't that yes. their whole thing? As we're getting subliminal so. messages, but we I'm kind of that. out of my own depth. I don't really know a whole lot about Q, but the and reason the- I don't know is because it's not uh, it's not intrinsically uh, fascinating. No, and just knowing the type of guy that trump portrays for the media or whatever it's like if he sees something about QAnon people like being on his side he's gonna just fuck around with them anyway and try and like yeah i'm sort of speaking in code he'll just say something off the wall you know what i mean yeah he seems like he'd play right into whatever it is that they want or believe which i don't know what it is i have a friend on facebook who has invited me to many QAnon 
groups and it's all like you should delete that person QAnon <laughs> slash truth no she's calmed down now since the election's over imagine that <laughs> yeah <laughs> back to posting pudding recipes or whatever the fuck oh yeah it's always like somebody's hairdresser who's a QAnon person yeah i don't know like, i just didn't understand like, what? what it was came out of nowhere wagner thought there was a QAnon barbecue place down the road for a minute that's good shit yeah i don't know i would go to that once i mean it's still there I just don't think they have a QAnon sign out anymore. Getting back to wrestling, there used to be, where you live, Abdullah the Butcher's House of Ribs and Oriental Food. It's no longer here. I don't think so. I think he got sued for millions and millions of dollars for giving his opponents hepatitis unwillingly. By just bleeding on them? Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. By cutting them and cutting himself. Okay. And that's the good shit. That's why I like wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) And for your viewers and listeners who don't know who Abdul the Butcher is, just uh, Google image. Just Google image. Abdul the Butcher. Abdul the Butcher. And you will see the life of the mind. Man. What a forehead. What a forehead. That is a Canadian pretending to be a Libyan, pretending to be a martial arts master, pretending to fight people. It's good shit. So it makes it beautiful. Yeah. There's so many layers to it. I didn't know anything about Abdul the Butcher, really. I think I saw him. I think he was in one of the Dark Side of the Ring documentaries or something. But it's like we come from different wrestling eras anyway. You know, Abdullah was long gone before. But New Jack is my Abdullah, I guess. New Jack is your Abdullah. I guess we could say that. Just as gnarled up. I don't know if he gave anybody hepatitis herpes maybe new jack i feel like new jack hepatitis is the least of your fucking worries i think he said i think he did a shoot interview with terry reynolds where he talked about or talking about terry reynolds where he got herpes from her or something like that dude terry reynolds and new jack is maybe the craziest odd couple since woody allen and uh whoever who's ever child woody allen then molested who was that mia farrow that is an odd (laughs) couple that has a disparity that is a disparity in uh, in what you would think would would, would 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 result in a couple. No, no way. It's, they were probably both just drug addicts. That's what it was. Oh, good point. Yep, you're right. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. But I forget. You I forget know, about the power. Goes from the new one to the the gold one. New Jack. I mean, he's great. To new Jack. I I literally am afraid of him. Yeah. I would not like, like I've met Abdul the Butcher. Like I did like a pilgrimage to his restaurant, wanted to meet him. Uh, he did slam me against a van and pretend to stab me with a fork. That was cool though. If New Jack did that to me, I'd piss my pants. Yeah. You would never ask that guy to do it. No, I would not want to meet New Jack. I don't want to meet New Jack. I've seen him. I've seen him once. That's good wrestler though. Exactly. You're actually scaring me still. Like, this isn't like Papa Shango, the voodoo witch doctor who scared me as a kid. This is a scary man scaring a full-grown man. Yeah, because he didn't have – that was his gimmick, was just being a scary guy that would stab you. Yes, incredible. And that's what he did. Yeah. I saw him at the convention center in Nashville in uh, 2013. He was working. He's always working. He was a janitor. (laughs) Was he really? Yeah, I'm not even kidding. We went to set up. It was back when I was still working at the radio station or whatever. The buzz, right? 
Oh yeah, one hundred nine. It was the new convention center. We were setting up for some fucking whatever opening weekend or some shit like that. And out around the corner comes a man with a broom and that forehead. I was like, that is New Jack for sure. Are you sure he wasn't on his way to the ring to beat someone with said broom? There was there was no ring at all. Oh. Oh. But I'm just saying, you might be able to run into. I don't know if he's still. You there, just broke kayfabe. Forever. <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> I always thought New Jack was a bounty hunter. That had to be. Bull- I was got worked. I got worked. He might have was at one. He might have been at one point in time. Who was the guy? If who- I was a janitor, I would tell people <laughs> I was a bounty hunter. <laughs> Maybe it was just for a moment. <laughs> this makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. That he's just a crazy janitor. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine he would be allowed to have a firearm. Because being a bounty hunter, yeah, you gotta have like, you have to be licensed. They're not gonna let some crazed crackhead uh, felon be a bounty hunter. He was never a bounty hunter. He, he was a been. janitor. You just blew it. You just blew his cover wide open. I didn't mean to do that. I was wow. just trying to give you hope that you still you might be able to meet Newt Jack one day. I just didn't. I didn't say a goddamn word to him at all. No, <clears throat> I think that's the only wrestler I'm like afraid of though. I'm kind of scared to... of Lanny Poffo in a totally different way. Randy Orton might be scary because he has outbursts. He hears voices in his head. Yes. I like him. Randy Orton. That's that's one I get my friends make fun of me for. I like Randy Orton. Why? I think he's good. I think he's good okay. at wrestling. Okay. You like his work. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I like yeah. that Randy Orton is in character whether he's wrestling or whether he's walking to the ring, he's Randy Orton all the time. He's always Randy Orton. Like every little motion is Randy Orton. I always believe that that's Randy Orton. Like other wrestlers, it's like it's like they're putting on a play sometimes. You know what I mean? Yes, I like it when the lines are blurred. I like it when so I thought little. New Jack was a bounty hunter. <laughs> New Jack was never a bounty hunter as a wrestler, though. <laughs> no, he wasn't. But he is. I mean, that's but the reason you like Randy Orton is the same reason that people hate John Cena. Cause he's kind of like, he's kind of in that same realm of he's just John Cena. There's a lot of reasons to dislike John Cena, I think. And this goes back to what I was saying. I don't believe his character. Like, I don't believe that shit. You don't think he's such a good guy. Well, it's not that it just doesn't feel real to me. And then talking about his work, his punches look fake. His punches look terrible, but his fists are so big. They are big. He is like, goddamn. <laughs> He is like a cartoon he's character trash. wrestler. It totally works. Yeah. He wrestles in jorts too. That's unacceptable. Yeah. He definitely the modern Hulk Hogan for sure. <clears throat> Whereas I mean, Randy Orton's maybe more of a Ric Flair kind of thing. Hogan sucks. Ric Flair's always been great. I, Hogan, never... I like, I like, I like him. I appreciate Hogan more now. Now? Hogan at least like, hey, it was a master of, of all that he surveyed. Like he could get the desired... Uh, the desired response he wanted any, at any time. There was never like people chanting John Cena sucks at Hulk Hogan when, or Hulk Hogan sucks when Hulk Hogan was supposed to be the good guy. And when that did happen to him, he had the sense to then become king of the bad guys. That's what you fucking do. <laughs> you don't just keep being the good guy because you sell lots of shirts to children. You become king of the fucking bad guys and sell your shirts to the cool old people who like the bad guys. So you say you see the shit turn heel at some point in time. You sure. like him better. Then I'd love him. Then yeah. I'd be, then I'd eat my own shit. I'd, my hypocrisy would be exposed. But yes, Ric Flair is always the king. But I still, I just can't stand Hulk Hogan. No matter what. I'll I never, get it. I'll never he also cheated board. in all of his matches when he was supposed to be the good guy. Yeah, of course. 
He's ruined everything he's ever touched. Especially, uh, what is it? His, his DJ buddy's wife. Bubba the Love Sponge. Bubba the Love Sponge. <laughs> Pulled out the, the big orange thermos. <laughs> you say that, wow, that's never happened or something. Wow, that's never happened before. <laughs> I'm out of breath, brother. Yeah, yeah. That's an incredible porn. That is an incredible porn. Comedy porns are the best. He still tans in thongs, too. That's what's so fun is he's got that little – he's always had that – anytime his tights slip, you can always see the little thong tan mark on right. Hulk Hogan. It's like now you're like 70 years old. I mean, that's – I guess that sex tape's a little bit old now. Still probably 55, 60 years old. You ever been in a tanning bed, Joe? No, never. Yeah, me neither. Seems cool. <laughs> <laughs> You've never tanned. You seem like you would be a guy who has tanned. No, I don't like if I go outside at all, I tan so quickly that I like try not to go outside. Look like a photo negative. My skin gets really dark. My hair gets really light. And I look even worse than I do now. That's amazing. You can believe it. I refuse to believe that. But I've never done a tanning bed. I mean, I, I, I feel like I would get claustrophobic. Cause don't Maybe. they close you in a cocoon of light tubes? You can stand in one like a, uh, like a shower, like a personal what? shower. Yeah, I think. I didn't call, know about I that. That's kind of changes. That's not a bed at all. I think they call them a hex. That's a tanning shower, then. Yeah, a tanning that shower. That sounds. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, you could. It's still going to be tight, you know, but you can make it happen. You could definitely tan if you'd like to. I'll get back to you. Yeah, don't do it. You got too much to live for now. If I'm ever allowed back on the show, I tell you what, I need to go. But I'll make a pledge to you. When I come back, I'll have tanned. Don't do that, John. I won't put you through it. When the, when 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 Corona ends, when I have my vaccine. Okay, good. I'll I'll get in a tanning bed for the show. There is no end, so you will never tan, and that makes me happy. There you have it. Wonderful. All right, get out of here, John. It's been fun. Thanks for doing Thanks, it, man. Joe. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'll talk to you soon. John Burr at Master John Burr on Twitter in the fucking uh, uh, Food Court Movie Podcast. Yeah, at Food Court Movie Podcast, at Fast Break Break, Break Break, my other podcast about basketball of all things. And then uh, at HIB The Bomb, we have an album coming out hopefully in January. We'll see. How became the bomb? And what's you? Where are you twitching now? You twitch too every week. Are you oh, twitching yeah. every co- week? <clears throat> Food court movie podcast every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Central. That's exciting. I'm gonna watch. Thanks, buddy. Chime in. Yeah, thanks for doing it, John. Appreciate you, man. 